2: the voice chat for the week of august 6 2015 i am your host jose otero and we have a great show for you today joining me once again brian altano and pear schneider hi jose how's it going you just came back from a business trip how are you feeling good good i was in texas
3: it was very it was 105 degrees and
2: on your way to the 105 degree heat you got to play more fire emblem fates so why don't you talk about that yeah
3: yeah i uh i played um I played in the, in the airplane. It's a long flight. Uh, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Hoshido side. For I'm context. playing Hoshido side, and I'm playing on normal, which pro- has proven to be a mistake. I think it's too easy on normal playing mm. Hoshido if you've already played a Fire Emblem game before. And I am, I'm, you know, if my characters die, they're gone. There's options, obviously, to make it easier where, you know,
2: So you're playing with Permadeath
3: on. I have Permadeath saying. on normal. It's too easy like so, i'm and I'm playing Hoshido because I was ex- I was planning to play the uh, the other side, side yeah. with the uh, the American version when we get it. Yeah, okay. So let me ask you this before I get
2: into a little more of what you've seen. With Awakening, what difficulty did you play? Because uh, the Hoshido side uh, is supposed to somewhat resemble mm, the Awakening style animal. Uh, no, no, no. Susan Awakening Hiram is anima-
3: harder. Uh, Awakening is harder for on sure. Normal? Yeah, on normal. I played on. I played. I started on normal and then I bumped it up later and played. it. Okay, again. so I ran into that problem with Awakening, where
2: hard was too difficult. Yeah. Played on. Well, I played initially. I started on hard. Got frustrated because I kept dying. Went to normal. Yeah steamrolled through most of it and felt very unsatisfied, then started on hard
3: again. Yeah, here's the trick, right? Like, Mm. And and this game is doing this too. You have certain levels in Awakening where you think you're seeing all your enemies. Mm. Then you're in the middle of the level. You've got a strategy. You're splitting up your troops. And then... Two units appear from a stairwell on the right. Two units appear on a stairwell from the left, and they just happen to have bows and arrows, and you've got a Pegasus Knight or something, right? Like, and then, class. Yeah, yeah, so there are those moments where if it, when it's on hard, and you don't know the level yet, it can really screw you over. And that certainly happens in in uh, Fates as well. Like, I'm on a level where, you know, new units come in, but I kind of, I know the language of Fire Emblem, so I saw those stairs, I'm like, okay, I know what's gonna happen, so I just occupied them, put some units on it, <laughs> and was safe. Nice, okay. Um, but yeah, there is. It, it's definitely got that factor, and it happened. You know, you have it in games like XCOM too, where like when you're playing the level for the first time, you're playing it for the first time on hard, you're probably screwed. Yeah.
2: Right. No, and I ran into that especially with uh, chapter five. Yeah. Because uh, on chapter five on hard difficulty, there's a unit that's doubled up, and there's an extra of a different class of unit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into too many specifics because I feel like some people want to go impure, and it just played hell with, with me. Like, I could not get through it because the double unit had a very mm-hmm. special weapon that was causing me a lot, a lot, yep. a lot, a lot of trouble. So ultimately, um, yeah, I just, I decided, all right, I'm going back to normal, I can't do this. However, I do know that on uh, this game you can set the difficulty down a mm-hmm. notch, so if you're on on hard difficulty and you feel it's too difficult, mm-hmm. you can set it down to normal, or you can set it down to the, uh, I at don't think any, there's something below that. At any time? At any time, but you can't go back. You can't go back up.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's you can't interesting. Rise yeah. up the ladder. So, you can only go down. Wow. I think that's probably that's well, prob- so that yeah. I, I mean, a lot of games do that, right? They do. Where like where you can yeah. make it easier and you get credit for all the difficulties below, but not the one above until you go back and and replay. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Okay. But you feeling it? But, like how about just I, mechanically?
3: Like no, I like everything? the game a lot. It's it hasn't done uh, a lot of new stuff yet i mean mm-hmm. there's obviously the kind of the my village part right where you customize and the weird we talked about the weird face touching stuff and relationship building it's interesting i think there there's definitely on hard too there's more reliance on on teaming up uh troops so not just having them as support like fighting alongside each other but mm-hmm. actually combining two units into one to make sure they survive yeah in some of the tougher spots especially when you're you're um You know, you encounter NPCs, uh, or you you encounter neutral units that you can win over. And sometimes they're they're super weak, and you got to protect them. So that you got to double them up, certainly when, when you're playing on harder. Um, no, it's, it's good so far. There's some interesting stuff where you're interacting with the environment, right? Do you have like these glowing spots that you can trigger and it, it, triggers an environmental effect. Like for example, uh, you know, level I'm in the forest and it, it triggers these like bamboo spears that come out of the ground. So anybody who is at the beginning of the next round left standing on it takes two points damage. That's cool. That includes you and the enemy. Yeah. And so like, I haven't seen it done like that, the the way it's uh, implemented here, um, It's interesting because Mm -hmm. it makes you, you can plan ahead that you're going to cut off your enemy units by using one of the environmental uh, hazards like that. Or you can just leave them alone and and try to not have your enemy trigger them against you Mm -hmm. as well. So Mm -hmm. it's got some interesting things. I'm not loving it. I'm not liking it as much as Awakening, but I, also my memory of Awakening includes all the kind of like the kids and all the matchmaking, which what I haven't quite which I haven't game, quite gotten yeah. to yet in the in the okay. storyline. Yeah. Um, and you know, as we suspected, there's quite a lot of mixing and matching of the two factions going on, mm-hmm. right? Um, there are definitely some characters you can recruit. Um, we'll see. So far, so good. I mean, definitely visually, it's much better if you're thinking about importing don't it's super talky, it's tex- yeah, super talky. you know you yeah. like just even ignoring the um, the conversations you can have with characters uh, after the matches there's just a lot of setup uh, yeah, a sure, lot sure. of discussion between the characters a lot of kind of like ooh I mistrust this guy and then I learn to like him kind of like storyline mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I, not out here
4: for a while right? No, no.
2: 2016 yeah. like you're hearing these impressions very early yeah. Or, yeah. before localization has really gone in and done a lot of work yeah. um, I will say Uh, I do like this whole art style they went with where it's 2D and then it sort of blossoms up almost like a pop-up book and I think we've talked about this in the past but if you look in the background you actually see other troops just like cutouts like they're not really moving they're not doing anything but I still love that effect of just seeing it sort of and yeah. you see everything sort of pop out and take a 3D shape. I
3: mean look again, it's a really quality game and you know, I, I think my my only real issue with it right now is that normal on Hoshido is a little bit too easy mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, but that's I've also played every game in the series, so yeah. I was I was being an idiot. By choosing yeah, that no, they, difficulty, had so you
2: since what 1990 was the first fire emblem with yeah. Mark and those characters. No?
3: Yep. No, I first played it on the on the Super NES on the yeah, Super Famicom, and then went back and played the old ones because they got re released and okay. mm-hmm. included. So cool, cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen when it gets translated. And they have some really crazy characters, and they're really pushing the envelope as far as kind of character design, like. There are a lot of androgynous characters in this game where mm-hmm. like you cannot tell whether they're men or women without hearing them speak. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, I didn't know you know, like it's <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah. It is they went full on anime with this okay. one. Yeah. Okay. Well they had a manga writer,
2: so mm-hmm. maybe that played some For part sure. of it. Okay. Brian, you are interested in this game, correct? Like or do you are you less of a fire emblem, more of a dimension? Not so much.
4: Yeah, advance so wars or no? I'm, I'm definitely more of an advance wars guy. Okay, um, okay. I, I I found that to be like slightly more arcadey, and mm-hmm. I think the the story was just goofy enough that I could get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the
2: wrench helps too.
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like very that. nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I I played I played some of the last Fire Emblem game, and I I enjoyed it, and I totally understand why people put hundreds of hours into it, but it's not particularly my kind of game.
2: Okay, I will say this. Um, Just before we leave the topic of Fire Emblem, the next thing I want as an expansion spin-off kind of game is a Fire Emblem Musou game. (laughs) I want a Fire Emblem Warriors game. Like, I just feel like there's enough characters in that universe and they can
3: have fun with that. That actually matches that universe really well. Mm -hmm. You know, like just kind of unlocking more and more characters and the different fighting styles. You've got, you know, horseback and everything. That could be really, really cool. Yeah, I like that. Good idea. Thanks.
2: Yeah. All right. So, moving on. Uh, I've been playing more Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. And what I have been most pleased with, we've talked about a little bit already, which is how the interface overhaul has made it a game that I enjoy sort of assembling and putting everything carefully where I want it to be. Um, what I didn't realize at first is that at your desk every day, I mentioned that you save the game. Um, you know, you sort of sit down and you file a report, and that will push time forward. It'll save your game, and it'll push time to the next day. Yeah. And you have the option of continue on to the next day or quit for the day. The option underneath the report is, and you can start the day with this too, is sort of like a, just an opportunity to learn a new skill. And you learn these new skills through play coins. So your play coins, which you accumulate from walking, that they feel very under underutilized by most games. Yep. If you think about it, the street Pass games use them. Um, for random benefits, but most like games you buy from Nintendo, I feel like don't really use play coins in a meaningful way. Even right. though they're trying to reward you for walking around, essentially, and carrying your 3DS with you. So uh, you pay these coins, and you get different collections or different abilities. One of them, for example, is to hang uh, ceiling fans or ceiling lights, and they do a transparency effect. Another is a QR code reader, where all of the QR code stuff that was really really cool in the prior Animal Crossing and New Leaf, you can not only um, scan QR codes and bring them into the game, you can hold more of them. So it was uh, on New Leaf, there was a very limited number of space, I felt, for Mm -hmm. QR codes. And I don't know if it expanded. I didn't play enough of New Leaf to to really toy around with that stuff. But I've seen people online did incredible things with Mm -hmm. QR codes. They paved roads on their streets. They did all this kind of stuff. Um, It holds a lot more uh, there as well.
4: Well, there's more room now because they took out the entire rest yeah, of the
2: game. Yeah, the, the entire world, if yeah. you think about it. So these
4: are all sort of like fake paywalled behind play coins, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, and, that's, and, that's and interesting. So you'll,
2: you'll buy these things. Um, a pair actually translated a list, and we talked about it a little last week. But I find that those skills are when you really get down into it. Um, I have like eight clients, I think, that I've made houses for. I've completely cleaned up Main Street. And the cool thing is once you've done enough upgrades... You get an opportunity, to, like once you learn a new ability, like let's say, for example, I could hang signs. I'm like, man, I wish I had this when I had designed the hospital because I would have put like signs pointing in all these directions. Uh-huh. What's cool is that then it opens up to, oh, no, you can redesign those spaces. And in fact, some cases you can upgrade them. For example, when you, when you first design the school, it's just a one floor, one classroom deal. Yep. But then later – you're able to split it up into multiple rooms. Uh, mm. You're able to hang more things. And the exterior gets completely remodeled. It looks way more modern now. Stuff like that I really That's like. Cool. Like It's yeah. all like very design-focused. It's a compartment of... like I've gone back to New Leaf recently because I have noticed when I talk to you guys, there is sort of a... I don't want to say a dissatisfaction, but a slight disappointment in that this isn't the next Animal Crossing. And I keep playing the New, new Leaf trying to figure out why i'm okay with happy home designer sure and i think at the end of the day it is that it is a spinoff and something different whereas i don't think the people who made new leaf or the people who make this series want you to move on from one console like i don't yeah time just changed uh so for those listening to the show i have my 3ds open on my desk with new leaf on because i'm trying to get a tan Mm -hmm. and this is what it takes (laughs) you got to stand in the sun for like four hours which is embarrassing but i'll play ball for now anyway so um (laughs) this makes me i will say say that it it, it feels like a spinoff title i think if you're not willing to invest in that spinoff i get it that's fine i just you still think it has a lot of the charm a lot of very easy to export pictures and tweet about them very much like tomodachi life where you can like just here's a random thing that happened like very very shareable which is smart very smart very very smart but it's still sort of you know because they're just oh it Switches over to the internet browser to to mm-hmm. go through a web app. Like, there's still like those steps involved. But yeah,
3: but it's very. Much, I mean, how would you describe it? It's very much a collection kind of like mm. if you're the kind of person who collects things and puts
4: them on yeah. your backpack. Which, or, which or, I'm right, into. That's what it's for. Yeah, I'm, I'm into. I don't put things in my backpack, but I'm into. I'm, oh. I'm into. Uh, I'm into this because I think it's a. Or I'm into it, it, uh, house arrest because I think it's a, it's a good idea. House arrest. Uh, uh, my one, I, I also yeah. like. I don't know if I told you guys this, but my Animal Crossing New Leaf save file. Finished.
2: oh yeah when you it was it was right? like 70 mm-hmm. hours or something Jesus. like
4: i i built the ign studio in the back of my home like i had an arcade with all the nintendo is still stuff on my block i or, saved it or yeah. so you claim well that doesn't help me <laughs> yeah.
2: it doesn't because i can't give it back uh-huh. <laughs> 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 no but um but but seriously though uh yeah i i think it, it's good enough i i really enjoy it i will say um yeah it it, it feels like a spinoff game my only disappointment with this spinoff is that I wish there was street pass functionality of some kind. It's weird, right? Because I do weird. feel There's like not, one right? of the the most fun parts of Animal Crossing is the ability to keep up with the Joneses, to see what's going on in another house mm-hmm. and say, I want that couch. I could do something better with it. And
4: you, and you and know for sure it's not in there? It's not. That's it's so weird. It's the, especially
2: The social aspect is sharing on Miiverse or sharing on Twitter. Like Which is odd, right? If, if, they, if
4: they put in the PlayCoin stuff, that means they want you to take this game and walk around with mm-hmm. it, but yeah. they're, they're not really rewarding you outside of it. Maybe that is why they put the PlayCoin well, stuff in there.
3: you have to wait for the mobile app
4: that yeah.
2: connects it yeah. all. Yeah. i think <laughs> sure that's what it is. When Animal Crossing comes to NX, here's a couple things i want though this is what this has set off in my mind um number one i want the next game to really dive into some of these jobs where like if you took a job in animal crossing as a designer this is what you're primarily doing if Mm. you took a job as a chef you're doing something else like fantasy life yeah go the fantasy life route but don't give people objectives keep it as open as it has always been for the most part let them choose what they want to do that's my first thing my second thing is and i feel the same way about mario maker you're gonna ask why in a minute the minute Why? Nintendo goes away from touchscreens, mm-hmm. I feel like this game, Happy Home Designer, and Mario Maker are kind of are going to suffer as a result. Yeah, the interface is so natural and it's so easy to use. I feel like the minute if that is part of the plan to move away from touchscreens, those franchises are going to. It's not that it's not it can't be done. Like we've been doing things with controllers like this right. for sure. years, but it won't feel as cool. Well, it also puts it a, a
4: huge uh, sort of damper on their backwards compatibility of what, the last 10, 12 years? I mean, how long have they been making touchscreen games at this point?
2: Yeah, right. So I almost feel like the breakthroughs on those two games make me feel like touchscreens need to be a part of the next thing if these series are going to continue.
3: Yeah, but if NX, N- NX for example, is a a device that interfaces with others, you could imagine them allowing you to use an iPad or an Android mm, or tablet phone, as an yeah. interface, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, uh, I, I wouldn't count it out just because they're going away from a touchscreen, which we, we don't, don't no. know. No, we don't, we don't, we know. don't know that. Like, yeah. I, I thought by now, they would have dropped the second screen on the mm-hmm. 2DS slash 3DS to go to a single touch screen. I always thought that would continue touchscreen, but make it a single. But I think they like that differentiating factor to a phone, right? Like, yeah. it looks so different when you see it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, And the UI, again, like, the Sandwich. UI works really, really well. Yeah. Um, and in both those instances, I just feel like they're, they're really strong efforts of what you can do with that. Yep. And cool. so I'm kind of sad if, you know, there's a Mario Maker 2 or the next Animal Crossing would not
4: have that. I just feel like... I hope they find an elegant way to get around it. I mean, they'll make it work, but it won't work as well. And that'll be the reality of it. Uh, yeah. And and that's kind of a bummer. Because, I mean, they, they have been doing... But it's weird. If you look at the 3DS, they move, they've they kind of moved away from a lot of touchscreen intense type things. Uh, well,
2: they're not forcing it in every game.
4: Right. Which no. is what they did a lot during the DS. Like, yeah. I mean, I went and downloaded uh, Star Fox... What is it? Assault? the The DS one? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one?
2: Yeah, that's on we the and, Wii U shop right now. Yeah, and yeah. you
4: have to play the entire. I mean, you have to, you control your ship with the stylus. Yeah, you don't have options to switch that off. Hate yeah. it. Um, and it's yeah, it's very cumbersome, right? And like occasionally it works, but it's it's like why is this here? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, it,
3: the Zelda games too, right? Yeah. Like they went full touchscreen, full stylus. But that, which which i, they, I they basically they Well, they turned the Zelda games into more puzzle games rather than like action. And, yeah. you know,
4: which I guess. was actually a big defender of. I always thought that uh, Spirit Tracks For- and Phantom Hourglass worked well because they were designed around that. Whereas Star Fox Assault felt like it was a N64 game that got ported to DS and yeah. then suddenly had to right, be forced to enough. use a touchscreen. Yeah. screen. I, I was happy when Between Worlds uh, went back to the direct sword control. Oh, yeah. I just
3: no, like that so much better. Me too. No, and I will point
2: out that maybe the way around it, too, if NX is a home console, is you just do, like, another Wii remote style, like, pick it up and drop it using, like, a sensor bar somewhere on your TV. But I do think with the next system, you may want to move away from the Wii remote. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> its time has has very much worked out for them. And it's time to move on. I well, mean, I,
4: I would say most people don't even use it now with the Wii U, mm. right? I mean, it's, well, most
3: of our friends don't. But
2: I'm sure it
4: didn't come. I it. it didn't come in the box. Yeah. So right at the bat, at bat, anybody who bought one had to go get it mm-hmm. separately. It,
3: it's ironic, too, because some of the VR stuff now that's coming out, you know, certainly Morpheus from Sony, really benefits from the motion sensor yeah. controllers, yeah. right? Like if you mm-hmm. played any of the Morpheus demos, some of them rely on you having two PlayStation Move controllers, yep. which double as your guns or your hands, and it feels so different mm-hmm. from holding a single controller. Definitely. Yeah. But n- I don't think Nintendo is going in the VR direction at no, all. I saw somebody all. wrote a piece saying there, there are creating vr that social I, I just don't see that happening yeah nope. they're not interested no, in it
2: they're not no. interested uh and to be fair i don't think i'm interested uh right now at least in vr i haven't seen something. oh man i want interested. a morpheus right now i got so motion sick dude really like, yeah i get motion sick. long time ago or recent um the last time i tried was alien isolation okay it's been the a while minute yeah it, well not that long that's almost a year from now
3: yeah so the latency i mean with every iteration they're, mm. they're bringing down the latency <coughs> okay. And the the frame rate they really focus on making things steady for it. All right, maybe you I'll can't try just, again. I feel like you can't just take a game and slap VR goggles onto it. No, and I tried you, some, right. some of the to demo stuff stuff. You need to build so it from the Dan ground up. Dan sat
2: me down with some of the custom yeah. demos for it, and the minute he moved forward, I, oh, my stomach just no. said, we're done. Cockpit take games. Take it off. Like take dr- it off, driving,
3: man. flying, all that stuff is Whoa. awesome on VR. It's yeah. so good. Walking around, I'm not a big fan of. Because okay, your I'll body, your eyes are saying you're doing something that your body doesn't feel like you're doing. Whereas like in some of the other demos I played, you're actually standing up and looking for stuff or you're holding a gun, and it feels really natural. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Anyway, tangent. Yeah, no, but a good one. Um, anyway, that's where I want to take that.
2: Brian, we have been playing Super Mario Maker. Yes, uh, we have. And for folks Man. at home, you definitely want to stay tuned to IGN next week because we have a series of really cool videos for you. Uh, IGN recently participated in an editor challenge, essentially, where, ch- where each editor is designing a level with a specific uh, co-worker in mind. And the idea is to challenge that person to beat their level. I picked Brian
4: because... Because why not? We go back. We We go back. We like to torture him. And we like to torture each other. I'm gonna get rid of my revenge in a few days. wish you luck but yeah. go ahead what, I, uh, I watched the video earlier there
3: there was a lot of bleeping
4: yeah I got really angry well so here's <laughs> here's what's really great about this game that I think is very wonderful Don't spoil too much no, I, want I, to watch no I, won't, I won't I'm, I'm actually yeah. not gonna say I'm gonna sort, I'd rather sort of like talk about the kind of design philosophy okay, that, I, yeah, that I find great. comes from evil like people this. of evil <laughs> people yeah for sure yeah. but what what's so fascinating about this game to me is that they have opened up the tools that they've used for so long to create Mario levels <clears> or <throat> ostensibly, right? Or given us a version of what those tools are. But I think the surprise that has come from that is that Mario levels have always been designed with a certain sense of intuition in terms of the way they're laid out and the way they're played in that I, when I there's a there's kind of a level there's a safety net level of trust that you have when you're playing a classic Mario level. You where can't you,
3: get yourself in trouble for right, example, right? exactly. Yeah.
4: Where you kind of go, I know, the the designers know that if I if I ran through this area right here and I take this crazy leap of faith, I'm going to land on something because mm-hmm. they know that a lot of players are probably setting that up. Mm-hmm. Jose wasn't around for that. I don't, no,
2: no, no, no. hang on. No, hold on, Wait, no, no, I'm not gonna, no, 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 no. I'm let you finish. Hold on, <laughs> that's crazy. I like where no. that, this is going. No, yeah, not going. at all. I, you cannot just take a
4: leap of faith off of any single platform. Not any of. single one, but I think yeah. that there are stretches in Mario levels where they go, let's bake into the fact that there maybe might be some momentum coming from player movement be some here. some
2: fool who just jumps off a cliff. Let's put a net underneath. No, not a net,
3: You're not, not a fool. net. I don't mean it that way. No, you no, know it's fine. I, mean? I. I To be fair, though, in a classic Mario level, when you come to a cliff, the first time they're going to have... Like a, they go, they're gonna have a safety net. But they and don't Zelda hold does your that too the whole time. time. Like, if you think about like Zelda and Metroid games, like, you'll fall into a pit, but there's a floor okay, there. Okay, The second you're time they here. put lava at but the bottom, out. but you can yeah. get out. The third In time, it's a defense of
2: the creator. Yeah. I wasn't making this level no. with the intent of holding don't your hand, ta- No. Do not take, don't take this as a personal making attack. The level. I'm not. Yeah. I was making the level don't to, take this to this challenge a pers- you.
4: This is not a personal attack. Okay. This is about, this is about anybody can go into this game and make something that completely, uh, reimagines the constructs of what I feel a Mario level is like mm-hmm. and that's both good and bad because oh, cool. it does a lot of things where you're like Miyamoto and his friends would have never done this to yeah. me yeah. like you set up something where you you go through a door and you walk in and there's in the door and there's a dead end and when I came back out or, you, or inside, the, inside the door there's a power up and I'd come back out and immediately was attacked by five enemies and there's no way to get through it yeah. so then Jose had to go into the level creator and move the enemies over a few I inches because unfair. no Mario game in history has ever immediately killed you when you exit a door? So timeout. Ever? Uh, let, let right? Let me, okay, am I not? Am I, am I wrong? Am I
2: wrong? To my defense, uh, play testing. You're taking this so personal. Of, no, it's not. I actually want to. <laughs> I want to put context for people because I feel like this is the best part about this experience. Right. It is that I have never experienced what a play test is like. Uh, first of all, I've never designed a game. Uh, like we talked about that, but we couldn't tell. <laughs> you, could. you could. I thought your level <laughs> was really funny, by the Thank way. Thank you. It, it was. Funny. I thought yeah. so too. Yeah. But the part that he's talking about, I put a door and I put these giant Goombas with wings there, yeah. and I set it up so that they're jumping in front of the door, and he wouldn't be able to see it at first. That was what I was, the intent. Yeah. But what I didn't take into account is that when he travels through that door, let's say he he stomped them all out when he comes back out, that's where they spawn. Mm-hmm. So in order to compensate for that, I had to move them back a few spaces, mm-hmm. but that didn't make it into the video. Which no, no, is no. no it was also interesting. But playtesting testing yeah. shows you that. It yeah, shows you yeah. like, holy and cow, like I never thought that would be a thing.
3: I also liked in the video, there's a moment where it is clear you didn't want Brian to get over a certain obstacle the way he did. Yeah. Right? And that, that I think that happens a lot and it really shows you how smartly designed Mario levels are. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I have an appreciation. When they don't yeah. want you to get into a certain
4: area, you cannot get into the Right, yeah. like he set up something that was difficult, and I found a way to make it easier that he didn't think mm-hmm. about doing. And Good. that's that's a like classic game testing, right? Is sort you of know? just like let's play a game differently than the designers. Cre- I mean, a lot of people go, "I want to, I want to test games for a living," and they don't really understand that it's mostly jumping into walls or doing yeah. things that the developer never wanted you to do, uh, and trying to in- intentionally trying to break the game. Mm. Um, and you get a little of that with Mario Maker, where you get to sort of like try out stuff that the creator didn't really want you to do. So that's what I really appreciate it uh and don't take it personal but you're, <laughs> we learned that while from your level on the fly is you're just like oh there's little tweaks i can make that you don't it's when you get in your own head making something for so long and then you pass it to somebody yeah. else and they go oh wow this is interesting this is my take yeah. on it and some people get defensive jose I'm and some people go defensive. they get inspired hang me. on hang on i'm not getting defensive i just feel like
2: uh i want to explain some of it because there is some context to it all and at the end of the day like this has been a really cool learning experience yeah. like, I think I'm going to spend hours playing around with like trying to find ways to make things not always trying to troll him I mean to be honest the purpose of my level was to kind of troll him a little bit but mm-hmm. not as hard as on the live stream like on the live stream you came up with that evil evil idea what where do do? he would jump and I put three invisible blocks on oh, yeah. a platform and you just said hey keep it going make it go like five across <laughs> and I'm just like but Pear that's me and he was like no it'll be great trust me and so I did it and uh, it, was, it was really but, funny. But
3: then we did do the Nintendo thing where we gave an indicator where the opening yeah, was. The so we up. put coins above the opening. He didn't realize that. So, yeah, when you pay attention, though, the second time you play, you
4: remember it. You're and like, that's oh, that's where it is. Sometimes you notice
2: yeah. some playtesters aren't quite as talented as others. Oh. Just out of curiosity. And don't take it personal.
4: No, no it's, it's fine. No I mean, awesome. like okay. it's, it's like reviewing a bad restaurant, you know? <laughs> Like sometimes, you know, <laughs> even if you're not a great writer, the food's bad, so it's it's tough. To, uh, I can't wait till
3: no, people no. see this video. The one thing I was surprised uh, off of is that you didn't know how
4: the uh, the music notes work. They don't. Yeah. They don't always work. They don't. They, they, okay. So the music notes. Yeah. They don't always work perfectly. Like I, I'm I've been playing Mario games my entire life. No, seriously, the music notes kinda suck. Really? Like I think that they're,
2: they're, you guys were playing problems. world. They're, you
4: guys were playing World. Yeah,
2: we were playing they're a little more Mario finicky. World. For, for sure. context for yeah. folks, we're talking about the music notes that bounce that you first saw in Super the Mario blocks. Bros. three, the, three, the blocks yeah. And they are in Super Mario Brothers, uh, yeah.
4: Super Mario World, and you've seen them in New Super Mario There's another thing I wanted you to were add. Holding
3: the button, but you had to hit it in you
2: order to, to jump.
4: You have to time high. the yeah. jump
3: so that you come.
2: off.
4: Yeah, and yeah. it's like it—it kind of works when you have momentum, but when you're trying to jump off the ground onto something onto yeah. something else, it's—it's it's a little okay, more. Okay, but commercial.
2: here's the thing: I always made sure you could. But they are hard jumps. I'm gonna say that. Like any any idea you played in there, I want to say 90% of them. After I made it, I would just quickly test it and go, "Okay, that could work. That yeah. could work." That's why the time you took the turtle shell with you and you just completely. Yeah, I've, like no, like hold on, hold on. No, be, that was amazing. Yeah, like, but I let's, really let's, let's be fair
4: here. Like if you wa- if you watch our uh, our our live stream breakout mm-hmm. videos of yeah. of Mario Maker, I'm good at Mario games. Like I don't. Th- I'm no seriously, seriously. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I I'm re- I'm good. At, I'm probably better than both of you. Yeah, but you 100 because you know those stages as well as you do. No, I'm good because I've been playing platforming games since 1985. So why did you die horribly on something? Because I think I feel like the music note thing was just bad. It was bad level design. Wow. It was just bad. It's cumbersome. And I think it, it like Pear said, it depends on the game you're playing. I hate the a, music notes, by the way. I really uh, don't like most yeah, I don't think anybody us. likes yeah, them. Most of yeah. the office hates yeah. them. Yeah. I'm fine with them. Really. So put, um, put the put other thing I want to, and okay. I want to. The other thing I wanted to talk about too was the control intricacies are very important too. Um, here's where things kind of trip me up a little bit. Okay. Um, so I play. I play a lot of New Super Mario Brothers right which is the newer ones you play the, with the Wii Remote mm-hmm. um, or any oh, of the, any of the games would have how are they for babies? Uh, they hold your hand a lot. The, harder, the new Brothers Super games? Mario Brothers Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I think 100 of those games is just as hard 100%ing as it is. 100
2: is is hard. Fine. Well, that's what but I do. I don't know what you do in uh, your baby I get, house. I get tired oh, by World Four because it's, I'm
3: a, I'm falling asleep.
2: Uh,
4: yeah, it's probably because you're not good enough to keep uh, going. It's probably because I have
2: better games to play. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: <laughs> hey, they're, they're good games.
2: <laughs>
4: no, they so are. They was,
2: are decent games. So
3: he
4: interrupted you because so, that's what he does. That's fine. So, so you play Mario Brothers one, two, and three with a Wii remote sideways, right? Because it's like an NES game sure. when you go to play super mario world with it uh mario world has that spin jump move mm-hmm. that you can't do in the air mm-hmm. you have to do while planted yeah mm-hmm. there's a dedicated button for that when you play on a super nintendo controller but when you play in a wii remote sideways you have to do the shake thing and the oh. shake thing you're used to doing in the wii version and mario super mario world or new super mario world i uh on Wii U. New Super Mario Bros. on Wii, New Wii U. New Super Mario Bros. Gotcha. on Wii U, which you can do in the air. So that actually adds a technique when you're playing on the Wii U version or the Wii version, where you can do a triple jump and then shake the and get an jump. extra yeah. spin to get like that actually gets you I always like that. That was a cool Me too. Because it adds yeah. it adds a fourth jump almost if you're yep. really good at what you're Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Uh, But you're used to doing that shake move, but if you're playing with the Wii Remote Sideways on the Super Mario World stages that don't have that extra dedicated button, you do the shake move and it just does that planted shake spin thing Uh, in the air. So everything gets screwed up in your brain. So it takes a little while to kind of work around that. Or you can just plug in a classic controller and and go from there. And go with a different button.
2: I will say I always thought the spin move in World wasn't. Great! Like it wasn't one of my favorite things to do. You I had to get good to at it. Oh, and you run mean and in jump. Super Mario 3D World? No, in World, like Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. I oh, never liked yeah. me, me too. Well, well, it was it's mostly for secrets thing.
3: where like yeah, something yeah. is uh, something is hidden, like a coin yeah, is hidden behind yeah. breakable blocks, so you got to get big and there. Are first. Some people
2: who are godly with it. But it was, just, it was, never was it was it was
4: for those. secrets in certain enemies where you get that like that yeah. pop noise and then you can keep going on. Well, and they pop immediately. Whereas if there was an
2: enemy that you had to stomp on more than once, it would disappear entirely which is why i set one trap around that idea but i have to admit i wasn't crazy about staying there very long to test it because i just don't like to spend well
4: job. so that's the other thing like when you're playing super mario world uh they tell you through literal tutorials which is the i think one of the only mario games where there's actually boxes that pop up that go like hey if you want to learn how to blah blah, blah mm-hmm. just press this what button mm-hmm. um i don't think any other every, every other mario game is sort of It's Pretty straightforward with that stuff. I remember the first time you get the leaf in Super Mario Bros. 3, you're like, what am I supposed to do here? And you just start running, and you're like, I can fly. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, sure, sure.
4: But um, nothing in Mario Maker, obviously, because it's it's sort of self-taught, is telling you you should use a spin jump here. So when you're playing the Super Mario World themed level that jose makes it's not in the back of your head oh yeah i can do that spin because it's been like maybe 15 years since you played that so that's something to take into account too right Mm -hmm. is that you hand that controller to some kid who's been playing who's this is his first mario game he might not remember that spin button or that spin move because his intuition is to run and jump so there's a lot of stuff in there there's a lot that's like some of it they plan for some of it i think will come naturally but um Man, it is such an incredible game.
3: I want... I mean, guys, when is this video posting? Monday. It is going to be on IGN. So look for that video. I I laughed. I mean, it starts a little slow because you're giving some time to explore, but then... Uh, the moment Brian gets pissed off, it gets highly Yeah,
4: you can, you can see me get... Oh, probably You more are mad. honestly mad. Oh, I, I got really end, frustrated. So of that's of an video. edited
2: video. Like, he was yelling the entire time. Oh, yeah. Uh, God,
4: this is probably the most frustrated yeah. I've ever been in an IGN video. I do... That, well, I'm glad I could bring you that. No, it's great. Uh, I will say, um,
2: I do want to clarify the For Babies comment earlier. Like, I feel like... That's not what I should say, so I'm going to take that back. I am going to say instead that what bothers me most about New Super Mario Bros. is how unoriginal a lot of it felt. It felt very template to Mario 3. Yes, I'll, I'll give you and that. I feel like that, coupled with the fact that the challenge comes a little bit later, Yeah, I've never really felt... like I finished uh, New Super Mario Bros. for Wii U, for example, tried to finish Wii... Which is a bit better, but didn't ultimately you, make it. I think I stopped. See, because I mean,
4: like the way the Mario Maker is is giving me sort of vibes of uh, Super Luigi, where I'm just like, you can make that. I'm yeah. like, this is smart. It's you can fast. Even set the timer it's down insane. Down. That's, that low, 99. Yeah. And I, w- I would argue that Super Mario World is a mostly pretty easy game, but when you start doing the secret exit and get the 96 yeah. gold star thing, that's when it really opens up. God. Like oh, if I you again. get into the Star Road, you go yeah. into like all the all the extra bonus so, levels. Like if if you were to just drive straight through that game, it don't really only gets tough around. Uh Probably the last two worlds get really yeah, but it's challenging. it's surprising
2: you all the time. I mean, the first level of that game, the biggest bullet – it is the shot heard around the world. The oh, yeah. The biggest bullet bill just flies out at you. Yeah. And it's not because it had to. It's because they could. And that's how and they teach you – And a the it, level design was that. It was the first time you saw things that you were just like, what?
4: That's and in, in the way the first Mario game teaches you to jump by putting an enemy in front of you that you can only get over by jumping, yeah. Super Mario World teaches you how to duck. Yeah. Because it's the first time you can... do. I think it's one of the first times you can do that. I forget if you can do it in three. No, you can do it in three. Oh, you can do it in, oh, do it in yeah. all of them, actually. Yeah, in all them of in what all them. What am I talking about? Yeah, but it's the first time it's it's I teaches you to duck yeah. because yeah. That, that bullet bill comes flying no. over. So. so, and
2: it's the first game you had Yoshi. I feel like, though, at the time, reviews were not kind to that game because you had things like Sonic that were sort of high speed, oh, a different yeah. angle on yeah. the platformer, and world... If I remember correctly, at the time, World was not as fondly remembered as it is today. Really, it is one
4: of my favorites. I loved it the moment
2: I I played
3: it. I absolutely adored it. I loved it too. But when uh, I found the secret levels at the end, I'm like, "This is the best." I I loved it too,
4: but I was I was in school at the time, and I remember that it was that sort of like Sonic's the car that can go faster. And I mean, they literally had commercials where Mario uh, was in a car that was just like and then you saw this race car go by and it was like, Sonic will kill you or whatever. Uh, they, they, That's not how, quite, quite a, how it yeah, was. A lot of people at the time were kind of blinded by the speed of Sonic the Hedgehog games and they didn't understand that that speed led to a lack of intricacy yeah. in design and platforming and bro. that ultimately those games have aged terribly. Spikes, boom. Yeah, no. yeah, instant like, deaths and stuff but like you that. You should
2: go back and look at reviews for Mario World because I swear it was eye-opening for me going back to old EGMs looking these up and seeing that People acknowledged that it had its moments, but ultimately they felt that it was sort of a... That's crazy. It was, yeah, that's crazy. Insane. It was an
3: instant 10 for me. I'm not yeah. kidding. No, I yeah. would give that game a 10. I was super happy with it as well. Um, and by the way, I, I think this discussion is interesting because everybody... Uh, you know, I think everybody experienced these games at a different moment in time, maybe in their playing career. Yeah. Um, like New Super Mario Brothers, for example, I played as a four player game. Right. Oh I was about guess, to add no. that. Yeah. And so for me, it was not easy to yeah. finish a level because my freaking kids would always jump on my heads by accident. I'm and like, so glad you said that. You know, like that, yeah. that game was me a too. very different experience for me than for you who played it all
4: single no, player. I, play,
2: I played co op too. Actually, yeah. yeah. Francisco's the worst person to play New Super Mario because yeah, right. he just goes, I'm speed running, We out. And oh, he just yeah. Runs, yeah. Like, Wait.
4: No, <laughs> So I think they, I, you're totally right because I think they intentionally left the level design and I, I, there's nothing that can kind of save the kind of garish art style that is, it's it's, it's okay, it's, it's not, Marty sh- hates it, don't even generic. get scared. Marty- yeah. It's generic, I, I, I don't hate it, I'm not against it, I think that after the third or fourth time seeing it in as many years, I was kind of over it, like that kind of bummed me out because I grew up on Mario games that looked a little different each time. If you look at the difference between Super Mario 1, 2, 3, and World uh, and then 64, they are vastly artistically yeah. different yeah. games whereas for, we had, had, what four new Super Mario Brothers games in a row that looked exactly the, game, the same? We had a mm-hmm. DS one, we had a uh, Wii one, we had a Wii U one, and then we had Super Luigi. They all looked the same. But I will admit that the Wii and the Wii U ones were sort of intentionally kind of empty, vapid, kind of more open because it left that open for the utter chaos that came from having three or four players mm-hmm. playing at sure, sure. once,
3: no, like the fair. roller coasters. Yeah yeah, 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 and
4: let's not yeah.
2: overlook like yeah,
4: sure, new Super Mario
2: Brothers the art style plays it safe. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah. It is. Those were million sell. Like those things sold better than the Galaxy games, which to me is just
3: because they're they're so recognizable and accessible, right? Like. 3D games are second nature for everyone mm-hmm. like us, yeah. but not for kind of more casual players. And the Wii certainly was a success with the casual market. Sure, but mm-hmm.
2: I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't call the art, the art style plays it safe, but I
3: wouldn't say it was in a bad way. No, like, I think it's TV I think it uh, I think
4: it's clean. Really I think it's pretty. I thought, it was,
3: I thought it was really generic. Like it just didn't do anything surprising. Super Mario World actually has this. Cool, kind of like the backgrounds are like two D, oh, yeah. and like mm-hmm. it's very stylized and simplified, mm. and so it looks so clean and vibrant, especially when it's when you saw it running for the first time after coming off the NES. It just looked really, really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, and so at the time that these new Super Mario Brothers Mario Brothers games came out we had already seen really cool new platformers on iOS platforms and from indie developers with like shadow graphics yeah. and like you'd seen different art styles but that Nintendo made it really cool tried that well, tried like Well they did the later Donkey Kong, well and well and they also did but it with like the Donkey Kong
2: uh, country return stuff like yeah, I they, mean they eventually be, tried that but as that's well years to be fair the indies did it
4: They did that yeah. in the entire subworld in Super Mario Brothers 2 every time you threw a potion down mm. there were those shadow <laughs> graphics like they did that First, if anything, yeah. but yeah, I, I agree. Like they, they sort of dropped the ball in that, and it wasn't so much that they put out that game that looked okay artistically. It was that they did it four times in a row. Yeah, you know yeah. that four times in a row, the Mario Brothers games we got looked like that. Yeah, that's
3: why yeah. I think a lot of people latched on to the, the one world that had this artistic kind of like v- a Van Gogh look, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. so great. Like, you saw that level, you're like, oh, man, how cool it would it have been if they had different worlds based on different painters or like mm. something unique, which we have seen in Japanese RPGs, yeah. for example, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. But... but um I mean, in in the end, like now you're getting games that are made from yarn and like mm-hmm. made from clay. So Nintendo definitely is trying to make the art style or a
4: little everywhere. different, like yeah, differentiating no. the game. And we Absolutely. do have, I mean, we do have Paper Mario, which is like yep. I always wanted the new Super Mario Brothers multi multiplayer platforming game that looked like Paper Mario. You well, know? you
2: did get that a little bit in that. Uh, Super Paper Mario but yeah, that right. game
4: well hmm. that game was a decent RPG and a decent platformer but it wasn't yeah. a great either it wasn't you know? good at either really like, Jack of all okay trades Master both. of, yeah. Yeah. Master of know, None Master of None that's
2: a good that's a good example alright yeah,
4: well so. that was a good discussion on, on yeah I didn't think Mario it was gonna philosophy. stay that long but to, to end cap that I'm incredibly excited for uh for Super Mario Maker because I feel like this is, and I keep saying this on the show, but I really feel like this is going to be an endless supply of of great content and great Mario levels. And I'm I'm just, I'm terrified and excited to see what people make with this because they're going to, they're going to try to break it and that fascinates me. I, I, Think when the game is out, we're going to ask our audience to make levels to troll Brian.
3: I yeah. definitely want to oh, uh, go for and it. And
4: I, I mean, I'd love to do like a art. You know, we, we we hand select NVC listener levels and do yeah, a whole yeah, article yeah, or yeah. series on them. I mean, there's this. There, I wanted. I, I would love to, to pitch a weekly video series where we're trying oh, crowdsource we levels. Got stuff. Like,
2: no, we we got yeah, stuff in the pipe, bro. I think yeah.
4: there's there's so much fun stuff we can do there, and so much audience interaction we can do that, and that's cool. really that's exciting awesome. to me. All right, I we'll look forward
2: wait. to that uh, video series. Starts next week. We should have three ready for you next week, yeah. followed by three more and maybe a surprise. And I'm
4: designing a level play. tomorrow that Jose's going to play. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't
2: wait. So I get uh, my the revenge. For babies, Altano level is yeah. coming. All and right, I actually so haven't made a level yet. So Speaking of uh, kids, we're talking about Splatoon uh, really mm. quickly. The update, the August update is out. It is out in the wild. Uh, the next Splatfest is announced for the U.S. Uh, it's going to be between hot dogs and marshmallows.
3: Which do you prefer oh. over a roasted fire? <laughs> See marshmallow all the way. Yeah, roasting's got it. You don't roast hot dogs. You don't roast hot dogs. Hot dogs are traditionally boiled. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Uh, uh, the update's fun. No, they are. No, No, I I, know. I lived in New York.
2: (laughs) Right? uh played briefly yesterday um th- we're gonna talk more about this update next week i feel like we we're gonna, we want to take a first impressions and a week yeah first impressions very good it's really new cool. music is awesome like i love having new tracks to to listen to and play
3: love the uh, level changes the level changes
2: are great the, uh, the gear is funny uh this, the, the new gear looks really good the
3: slosher um, is very powerful Yes. Holy two hits, moly. And yeah, you're yeah, done. I'm really worried about hit. that one. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be around for Splatfest. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss it. Oh, yeah. When yeah, is yeah, it this weekend? Off. It's jump. this weekend. Maybe this weekend. I'll jump in. I'm getting yeah. two
4: wisdom teeth removed on Saturday morning, and I'm going to be hopped up on painkillers really <laughs> groggy <laughs> all day. So. Pick
3: your team now so you're ready. You get your yeah. little t shirt. Okay. You got to wear that. Yeah. Okay. You got to wear
2: the t shirt to participate. Because you can so already you... play and, and upgrade your shirt. Okay. And you want to upgrade perks on your shirt because it just helps you. If you don't, you don't. If you want to play. Um, some ranked like let me know because we can always or even just start a private match but you won't get levels for private matches okay. um, but at least you can get back on the horse and learn how to play again um, but yeah they look, added horses yes yeah squids <laughs> I wish giant squids horses, <laughs> horses. Um, so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we've got a cool question of the week for you and a few rapid fire news stories because we're actually running over time stay with us we'll be right back Welcome back. Jose Otero here with Kara Schneider and Brian Altano. And we are talking about, uh, so we're bringing back question of the week. And this question actually vexed both of you a little bit. Um, We're going to lead this off with a discussion of our own. I'm so vexed. (laughs) If you could play, if you could only play five games for the rest of your life, what would they be? Now, I know that's a dramatic question. It's also a dun, personal dun, question. Dun. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun.
3: Immediately, i counter questions like, do I have an internet connection? Do yep. I have any you console do. that I want? Let's okay, say there. any console. Friends? No friends? Internet oh,
2: connection. No. You can make it right now if you thought it. It would plop out of thin air right in front of you. I, and yeah, then you, okay. that's all you that's can great. get.
3: Um, what would those games be?
4: That's super easy. Do you want to do yours first? <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you have five?
3: I have five. And so what the the five games i picked are actually not my favorite games of all time so yeah. why would you do that <clears throat> because like the uh, games like metroid prime and super metroid and all the zelda games and i've played so many times that i know them by heart and so i picked games that i either that i feel like are so vast that I've kind of forgotten where everything is, so yeah. I get a lot of play value out of them, or games that are truly endless, whether by design, by the by the developer, or just because of how you interface with them. And so, like, you know, like, roguelikes and stuff would be really interesting um, for, like, a list like that, because you can go back to them. But I actually picked very, very different games from that. Okay, let's hear yeah. your list. What so, do you got? So, first one, Super Mario Maker. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's I, bit- I know it's not even out... But that is true endless design because you, if you have your friends with you, they can challenge you. Mm-hmm. You can download new levels from other people and you can just c- keep on creating and you come up with uh, lots of new things. And I feel like it's one of those games where the levels we'll see now... Are going to be so different from the levels we'll see in a year when people figure mm-hmm. out stuff that Nintendo's designers never even thought of.
4: Plus, it supports all of your yeah. amiibo, and yeah. you yeah. can keep buying those in this in this fictitious nightmare world where <laughs> games don't keep coming no, out. No, you can't. <laughs> still, you can't buy no amiibo, amiibo anymore? No, I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> so <laughs> so that, the first flight so, off this
3: island. <laughs> so that game was a no-brainer for me. Uh, number two is Rock Band. That's because a, I that's feel a like Rock choice. Band is like this game you can just like you've you've probably all fallen out of love with music games, yeah. Because they take up a lot of room, mm. they take a while to get going. Once you play one song, you're gonna love it again. It's just first of all, you listening to music is always inherently fun, right? And then just think of Rock Band with all the different instruments you can like play each song multiple ways. You got to master them. It just takes a very long time to master. I feel like that is an ideal. Game to have till the end of your days because mm-hmm. it's gonna take you a long time to get that. Are
4: game. you allowed to play with friends in this fictitious yes. scenario? Yes. You are. Yeah. yeah. Five so games do, for the rest of your so life. So what? Do, can they play games? that Like, can they come back let's, and let's tell not you? let like, too
3: deep. You're
2: gonna get. They're again, like, yo, man,
4: <laughs> I'm playing Super Mario Galaxy three. You <laughs> don't even have that. You're not allowed to play it. I'm like, come
3: on, let me out.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: let me out of this nightmare. <laughs>
3: again, I mean, the temptation is great to say Link to the Past, but man, I can walk through Link to the Past with my eyes closed. Right. So wait, like, you're not the still... kind of person who can watch a movie
2: more than once. I what that's what I sort of think of when i think of games like playing a link to the past again yeah it's i've seen this movie a 100 times but i like it so much that i don't mind think yeah, about I'm I'm think about it like this a museum this. here okay yeah. like
3: it's like I'm it's like no, a but it's like, you. It's <laughs> like far, uh, have you ever read fahrenheit 451 mm-hmm. right like those games are in my brain man i can pass them on to the next generation of people By i don't have to tradition? play them anymore exactly nice. okay. <laughs> that's how it works I mean, think about it like burn this are in the games they're still in my brain jose
4: there's there's like the restaurant that's your favorite restaurant in the world that you can only go to like once a year you know like amazing Steakhouse Or something, and there's like the pizza spot on the corner that you want to go to a couple nights a week. Like, that's that's how I thought about this. The same way as Pear, where there's just like, I don't want something that's like the most special thing in the world to me, Mm. I want something that I can keep coming back to. Okay, Okay. mostly, mostly.
3: So, with that in mind, Minecraft has to be on that list. I actually haven't played Minecraft in like a year. Okay, Uh, my kids play it every day, right? And mostly with the mods turned on, but like, um, Minecraft is. First of all, the developer supports it. Like there's new content coming all the time, and I'm assuming the developers are still alive and doing that. (laughs) So it's kind of like this. There is still this surprise after all this time when new features get added, new creatures, and new ways of exploring the game. So that is one reason too. Is like when you're playing with friends, you're just gonna mess around. You're just gonna create stuff. And I feel like it's like the best endless chat room. Mm -hmm. So quickly through my my other two picks, I pick Fallout Four. I know it's not out yet, that's not so that's, that's cheating. cheating. That's, so I would well, pick. So I would, pick, so I would pick cheating. No, that's not yeah, cheating. Yeah, it is. But Fallout cheating. Four. We don't really know if it's that good. Mario whereas Maker Super is Mario cheating. Super Mario Maker. We already played. We know that yeah. game. It's here. Hey, it's in the building. Cheating. Um, all right, I'll <laughs> pick Fallout Three or Skyrim then, because okay. I feel like I want an open world game. I could pick picked Arkham Knight, but mm-hmm. you know I'm basically done with that game. But Fallout Four, Fallout Three, or Skyrim are these games where you can replay them and you can just play them differently and do different things be a completely different character I can be lizard dude who swims underwater and like you know it's I feel these games are so rich, and there's always something new to discover. And then there's also the attraction of strange glitches in those games. Like, you can figure out to do stuff, and uh, it it becomes this new form of entertainment. When The the item uh, duplication glitch thing, you guys remember? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, man, I was rolling cheese wheels down the the hill, like, for a long time. Or, you know, little glass vials. It's just really fun. Finally, I'm going to pick one game that's uh, that's new. That's Splatoon. I really love Splatoon playing this game online and I feel like it's one of those games that you can play casually for a couple of minutes um, but you can also go well, really hardcore three minutes. Yeah. and go back in and, and like likewise with Minecraft if Nintendo keeps this up and gives us new content releases even if you have to pay for the future stuff that's a great game to have till the end of the day which so yeah. far
2: they're saying they're not at yeah. least as of last interview there's no plans
3: for a sure. paid DLC sure so we'll aren't. see just I mean, like su- just like Smash Brothers they never sell a character
2: uh, they, mer, they mer, never mer. said never they just oh, in the beginning, no oh in the beginning no, they were no all anti like level yeah, releases yeah. well I mean have you seen though like Sakurai has written entire columns about why they didn't want to like go near that because yeah. they feel they feel it's disingenuous and wrong to like not be done with the main game was his was his argument yeah it not be done with the main it game and be supporting my out. point and then they did it. How? Yeah, but yeah. no, but supporting your point in a way that the shipping the initial game was more important than starting to plan things that are going to show up the next month. Oh, That's I, the then, larger point to well, be made. Splatoon
3: here. obviously is very different cuz you, you bought a game with deferred content. It was included in the price. But that content was
2: done. I'm talking more about here like that, that was a more staged o- rollout It's pair. an, like, an online shooter
3: with levels and items and perks and characters. They're going to make updates.
2: There's just no way around it. It's like of course. I don't know we've taken chances on bets like that before on this show and we have right. been disappointed.
3: Alright, I'll bet you a hamburger right now.
2: You gonna bet me yeah. a hamburger right yeah. now, yeah. Splatoon will have
3: paid DLC? No yes. cheese. Well <laughs> No cheese. No, I'm seeing I'm it might not be paid. It might be DLC past no, this point. paid
2: DLC. Of course there's going to be DLC past this point. Oh, okay. I thought you were stages. saying no updates. There will be other things. Okay. There will be variants on the slosher and on the on, – ha- I don't think they've said this, but I would be willing to bet variants of the slosher, variants of the splatling, and yeah, probably yeah. another weapon no one has even thought about. And that's fine. I'm talking about paid DLC. Are you ready to bet your little hamburger on that? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think they'll have paid DLC. All right, let's shake on it. Yeah, all right, hamburger. Okay, hamburger it is. Like in thirty years, he'll call me. He's like, "You never give me that hamburger." I'm (laughs) like, "Wait, they're still working on it." I don't care for
2: hamburger. (laughs) I'm fine. All right, so uh, should I read my list, or you want to read yours? No, you can do yours. Okay, so my list as of right now, and I made some changes while we were talking because I thought about sort of the online value and the replayability of some of these games. And so as a result, I do have one online game on here, and it is Mario Kart Eight. Love that game. Yeah, great. It's a good one. Absolutely love to play that game. It is a game that. Regardless of who I'm playing with, I have a great time. Mm-hmm. I love the fan service. It is a shame because unlike Splatoon, it's still not getting content. But I think eventually with Splatoon, that's going to that's gonna run out. Um, but absolutely, absolutely adore that game. Zelda, Wind Waker HD, because I love exploring that world. Yeah. I love exploring that ocean. Yes, it's the same meal every time, but it's still a meal that ultimately I very much enjoy. Um, I can totally play that game again and again and I still re- feel...
3: Yeah. Uh, involved you don't think after the third time in a row you're no. gonna get a little bored no not, not I, Wind Waker I really I now I haven't played it in you know in a few years and then played Wind Waker HD and like I remember every dungeon so well well, like I just know what's in every quadrant on the map, that's right? That's because the Germans yeah. have better memories than the that's rest maybe of us. It.
2: <laughs> That that yeah. could be it. Yeah. No, but seriously, to to respect your point, I, I totally hear you on that. I just it, I'm the kind of person who when I really like something, I don't mind being exposed to it gut, more and more and more and I catch gut, something slightly uh, different each time.
3: I get, no I get that. And obviously I love that game to pieces. I yeah. would I would love to keep that game around, of course. Yeah. But I feel like a game like Skyrim or Fallout game, you have leveling up and like whatever you you can go back and you can grow. Grind and do these things that will directly impact your character. And you can improve things. Yep, yeah. So, which is something that we we don't have in a Zelda game. So, my next one I just changed in real time because initially I had Miss Pac-Man
2: two. there because Miss Pac-Man will forever be a game that I Ooh, will never forget. That is a great I choice. Love that game, but I replaced it with Pac-Man Championship Edition because Ooh. there is much more nuance to that game. I love uh, the scoring angle and the sort of um, the skill and just perfecting runs is so important in that game like mm-hmm. figuring out like the optimal path for how to sort of gobble everything up and not get and get a trail of ghosts behind you but not get affected by that right so good so if fast. I want
3: one modern arcade machine it's championship yeah, yeah.
2: championship edition DX is good too but yeah. I feel like I was more impressed with the first championship edition than I was DX Tetris DS is on there because I will forever be a slave to Tetris yep. like I feel like Tetris is one of those games that even though you start from level zero and and you build your way up to level 9 mm-hmm. you are constantly playing with the sort of the variations and the shapes that are coming at you that game's a little easy because this is post Game Boy Tetris where you press a button to save a block yep. for when you, you need can it later. hold and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. But I did appreciate that even though I didn't stick around with the other flavors of Tetris that they put into Tetris DS, I really enjoyed that they tried them, and I love the 80s fan service that is all over that game. Yep. That mm-hmm. game has more sprites running around it that we didn't see until NES Remix, honestly. You saw a Link run by, you heard remixes of Donkey Kong music in that game. Amazing, amazing work. Last game on my list is actually a single player game. Uh, Well, because I won't play the multiplayer part. Because I can't put Metal Gear Solid 5 because it's not out there and I don't cheat Uh like some people at this table. Uh, I will put Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, Subsistence because that game um, is filled with so many Easter eggs and the systems are so deep. Wow, three, really? Three is an amazing game. It is uh, possibly my favorite one in the series. Wow. Um, because of how deep it is. I mean, I barely game, played three. You, you can really, yeah. you have missed out on one I love of the best too. boss fights in the history of video games. The end, the sniper, yeah. is one of the smartest ideas I I that, that they have ever yeah. had. The fact that you can set the clock ahead a week and he dies of old age, like that's wow. insane. Like there are little, little Easter eggs like that mm-hmm. all over that game. Um, boss fights were really good characters were really good I mean some were ridiculous like the pain is the dumbest thing ever but I will say like as far as deep systems you can poison a ration and toss it out for a hungry soldier and he'll eat it and get sick like right there oh that's great like there's there's things like that at play very emergent like cool ideas so that's made, nice that's yeah. a great list a really interesting yeah. list yeah. It's,
3: uh, you're missing Super Mario Maker though
4: yeah,
2: it's
3: not out yet. I feel wrong putting that. And then what would I replace? That's the question, right? What would you would you uh, get rid of it if it was uh, out? Would
4: you would get I, rid of would something? Would I put it on the list? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I would
3: put it on the list because I could spend hours on
4: that. Yeah, already. you should get rid of Tetris then. No, 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 no never. never. So never. my my list is actually sort of like a combination of both of yours in, in some ways. I okay. have I have Minecraft on there for sure. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Less so much for the friendship stuff, but more because it's just like one of the most incredible single player games ever made in terms of just messing around like i could sit there and i could build a house and i could tear it down and then build a mansion and tear it down and then build a sky mansion and tear it down like it is literally endless in terms of what you can do you can Uh, build a computer yeah right like Like one that works and that's like i've i probably put 100 hours into minecraft and i never learned how to make like the redstone switch stuff like once all that gets in and like that would be the next part of my life i also wanted to add to this question uh in a world where i can only play five video games forever I'm not playing video games much anymore <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> not really well you're too creative I think to be strapped down to five games yeah I, I would I know
4: yeah I mean fun. I would get, and I would also get really frustrated because it's just like I mean I'd have to lose this job I guess because yeah. I couldn't work here anymore we're, and read we're taking this way too deep <laughs> no because no but, uh, video games to me is a big part of a big part of video games is watching how they progress and evolve and where they go yeah. next and the, the sort of cycle of excitement from a game is announced to here's the preview of it to it's out to let's talk about it months are later so a, no. wait,
3: are you trying to tell me this was a dumb
4: question no, I think it's a good question. So what I'm a, just refining it. Okay. What,
3: what about if I put on my list, like, Desiremon, which is a shooting construction kit game that, that I played a lot on the Super Famicom? Yeah. Like, I could make shooters, and then I'll come over and I'll go, Brian, I've got this new shooter for you. Right. But the information is embargoed cool. until next week. But I'll show it to, to you. Right now, would that the, satisfy the yeah. your, your <laughs> editorial
1: I mean,
4: brain? Would that satisfy my job to get a bunch of people to read content at IGN.com yeah. if I was only writing articles about your weird yeah, Japanese yeah. decide?
3: Exactly. <laughs> you can say, Pierre Schneider made a 2D Star Wars <laughs> fighter where you were a TIE fighter. Hey, I, fair, I would
4: say your name right at okay, the least. good. Um, now, Number two, obviously, Super Mario Maker. Um, it's not out yet, but from what we played in the office, and even if we just kept the build we had here, yeah. I think there's which enough... Which is not full. Which is not full, but I think it's we would fine. have we would have enough there for me to find a new Mario level or two to play every single day uh, in this horrible nightmare world where I can only play five so games. Da- it's so good. Yeah. How did okay.
2: none of us put an Animal Crossing game? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting on. there. Number three... I was thinking about that. Yeah. Number
4: three, Tetris. Uh, probably either the NES or the Game Boy 1 because that is one of those... uh, Every time we think of this question, it's sort of... We keep thinking about these endless open world games. and Mm -hmm. I think Tetris is one of the ones where I could sit down for five minutes or I could sit down for 45 minutes and I could play a game of Tetris. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I went in and set the settings so it was hard enough, I could be like, I only feel like playing a five minute game today, it's perfect for that. Uh, in the same way that you guys, you pick Splatoon, because that's something, I think you could play a round or two and walk away, yep, exactly. whereas Fallout, you you don't want to sit and play that game yep. for five minutes. Quickly you can play shoot it for a long time. Jose and then yeah. get off. Um,
2: you don't shoot Jose. Number four, Legend of Zelda
4: <laughs> Link's Awakening. That is the only game on the list that I would put where I know top to bottom, but it's comfort food to me. Mm-hmm. Also, the Game Boy version has a cool glitch That lets you sort of portal jump around the entire world, which completely changes the it sequence breaking you can do in the game you is can it still totally, in
2: the virtual console version it's
4: not in the virtual console version because the virtual console version they ported, ported was the Game Boy Color version where DX. they patched that the DX version DX. it's only in the original uh, Game Boy version it's the only version I would play on this list so it's, so it's weird it's two games on my they list they
2: DX for that one but when they put uh, sorry Donkey Kong Donkey Kong was the original it was the original
4: and not the Super Game Boy Maybe I know I have problems that with that I have yeah, problems, I have that. Have problems is really with that this
3: really interesting that. none of us picked a random like a, a game like a mysterious dungeon or
4: Spelunky or anything with randomized levels
3: that's yo, no. oh, that's yeah. actually really, yeah. really smart. A good. Choice. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Um, and number five would be wrong, Animal yeah. Crossing for GameCube. And this is kind okay. of a cheat and I'll explain why. Animal Crossing for GameCube is my favorite of the Animal Crossing games, despite the fact that they added connectivity and oh, all you're this cheating. other stuff. I know what but you're doing. It's all, my house it's cheating. has twenty five <laughs> classic NES games <laughs> in it. So my fifth game is actually another twenty-six games. Oh. Suck it. You're yeah. Cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. But that's yeah. good, that's legal, right? That's street legal. All
3: right. I thought, yeah, then you got to get, like, Rare games with, like, hidden Donkey Kong and everything. Like, no, I that, don't want that. You, That's you just one game. You have to
4: play uh, Donkey Kong 64. And, uh, I mean, th- I know this is a Nintendo podcast, but I've been playing Rare Replay recently. Oh, and I just bought it. I haven't played it yet. And it's really tough going back to a lot of those old really? games. Really? Yeah. And I know there's a lot of Nintendo so, games on there. I'm going to play Perfect Dark four-player split screen with the kids. Are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it What? Are you saying it's not going to be the same? No, I mean some memories are better left as memories. And I'm going to say that. Yeah, time, 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 time to get moving. Uh, Yeah. So speaking (laughs) of time to get moving,
2: let's move over to news very quickly because we got to go. We're running a little over. So first, uh, started out as a rumor that GameStop was taking pre-orders for a retro three-pack Amiibo collection. This was Mm -hmm. all over the place. Then it happened to be real. This is happening on Saturday, August eighth. The store will open one hour earlier. Wait, that's in two days. uh, Yeah. In two days, which (laughs) um, the reason Pear is bringing this up because I am kind of annoyed by this, that it is a two-day window to basically tell you you have to stand at a store because it's in-store only, which I respect. I don't. If that's how you have to do it to prevent your systems from going down because the Nest pre-order was a disaster. So get better
4: systems. That's not my problem.
2: It isn't your problem. I agree. And you do import amoeba so you go around it. But I'm more upset at like – I don't like GameStop first of all hi. I know some employees listen to the show wow. but I just don't like your stores uh, second uh, and that's not your fault second um, I just think two days notice Janky. is wildly inconsiderate I, I think that waiting
4: schedules. waiting on a street in front of a store to open at 7 o'clock in the morning for anything in the world is unreasonable and stupid in 2015 yeah, when I should just be able to buy those online
2: yeah, yeah but online's becoming a race where everyone like I mean you can bring entire <laughs> pre-order systems down great but then, so then you, allocate, you, like, allocate, you allocate how do you
4: allocate you allocate enough for each store and then you allocate enough for the internet
2: yeah but nintendo's still not doing a great job of allocating and i think that's the other issue i think up to 80
4: uh, in some cases are going to stores like i'm not entirely sure what okay then then we can trace the problem Past GameStop and to Nintendo, and yeah. I think that now the problem is was bad with Nintendo, and now c- stores like GameStop are making it worse. If you look at the exclusivity on the next wave, it is a nightmare, and which is why Ho- Par and I import everything. Yeah, and for someone like you, honestly, like you're a collector that keeps them in the packaging, I think this is like kind of a slap in the face it's to been you one. because it's like taking all three of these characters and putting them in one box when they have no association with each other aside from the fact that they're retro is a pain in the ass, and it, it, it actually it's a blight on your physical collection it's it's
2: it's definitely uh they're only related because they all were from the 80s which is the idea right it's duck hunt it's rob the robot and it's uh mr game and watch um i don't know i i don't Nintendo has never flooded the retail channel with product, even when something's selling. During the Wii era, we saw it constantly, where the thing was selling every week, but it didn't matter because shipments were very limited, and they just, they're just they very conservative. What, it, that's how it works.
3: Yeah. What if this pre-order happens, and people line up, and each person gets their pre-order, and then there's still some in store? In, in stock. I mean, we don't know yet what the numbers are going to be, Yeah, right? we don't. But That's fair. I, I hear you. I, mean, I don't have a problem with GameStop. I think, you know, as a specialty retailer, GameStop does a good job at having the stuff in stock that you're looking for, yep. right? Like, That's fair. even Even when, you know, if my stylus breaks, I know I can go to GameStop yeah. and pick up yeah. a, a pack, like yeah. third-party ones or sure. whatever. And usually the employees at GameStop are actually gamers and fans of the product mm-hmm. they oh, sell. No. Whereas, like, if I go into any other kind of non-specialist retailer, they haven't unboxed the game that came out on a Tuesday yet? It's somewhere in the warehouse. No, they may not even know it, fair, right? Fair. I, I, yeah. I definitely agree with you on the employees are nice people for yep. the most part. And
2: I, I've seen some, some of them are friends and fans of this show. Um, and in terms of having product and being aware that that yep. product is in the store, they win. I'm talking more about the shopping experience. I walk you, in there and it feels like a ghetto sometimes because of the used product <laughs> like area and just how yeah, unmanaged and unkept that gamers stuff. Gamers. First. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, gamers are not that unorganized, first all right. of all. And second well, of all, like, I do wish... We mm. can be. No, that's fair. We can mm. be. But I, I'm not impressed by the so shopping experience.
4: Aside of their business ethics and all of that stuff, which is... A, I mean, we could do a whole show about that. We can, which I, we should. I think the main issue here is that this three-pack and any three-pack sort of... And I think I, so The Splatoon one makes a little more sense, but even those they sold individually... Uh, It assumes that every single person buying an amiibo is the type of person who wants to buy every amiibo, which people in this room understand because we're in a weird cult together. But if I only, if my main character in Smash, if my main character in Smash was Mr. Game and Watch, I can't buy him for under thirty-five dollars because I have to buy two other characters with him. Why? Does that make any sense to you?
2: No, this is fair. If you were looking for one of them, but I do think they are a a pack. as far as three packs go, they are three smart characters to bundle together. Yeah, and they're not if you like, know what a Game & Watch is, you know what a Dunk not Dog is, and you know what a Robin We're is. not Maybe. talking
3: about Pikachu here, right? Like, no. you're talking about three unknown characters that really classic game fans would know. Known to most
2: Nintendo fans, but not yeah. known to most... Uh, no. Like but but that, that's generation. why this is
3: not a big deal to me that they're bundled. I just think, like, I was hoping we'd be past this lineup. Whether, whether it's lining up online... Or in store, I don't I don't really care. The, I mean, I have a store near me, but like, yeah, it's... Just Are you going to go? T- no, you're, no, I'm, you're I'm, out of I'm town. actually out of town. I can't go, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was out of town. Yeah. They sold Palutena on Amazon,
2: yeah, yeah. and I didn't know. So I so, wasn't too happy about that. Yeah. So I'm
4: going to do what I do with the rest of these, which is go on eBay, pay twice as much the, as I should be, and just getting the peace of mind. And that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. That my Amiibo collection is going to be twice as much more expensive than it needs to be because I don't feel like camping in front of a store on Market Street in San Francisco, yeah. which well, is basically a bathroom. And that, and
3: and that means $40 too. were spent on one Amiibo and Nintendo doesn't see any of your money, right? Yeah. So I think it's an issue that they need to solve.
2: Well, yeah. and let's not even begin to talk about that we don't know with, as in regards to the Super Mario Maker Amiibo, the 30th anniversary sort of sprite-based Amiibo that comes in two flavors. Yep. I really hope they have enough supply for those because yeah. that's one I know a lot of people are really gonna want because there's so much interest in that game. Yep. And if the shopping experience is a bad one, which it can be, thank goodness you can unlock that stuff in the game already on its own. I uh, mean the- well, no, you can't actually unlock what that does. It does like some weird screen effect and yep. characters change sprites. Oh, forget it. Let's just move on. Yeah. Um, I just I don't want to stay on this forever. On September 11th, you're also going to be able to get Zero Suit Samus, uh, uh, Olimar, awesome Bowser Jr., figure. Dr. Mario, Ganondorf. These are all high quality. We've unboxed them on IGN. You should all check that out. All four of them are great. I yep. love them all four. If you're going to pre-order the Retro 3-pack, those are available September 25th. Uh, so you can look out for that. Um... Let's see, again, moving really quickly, Zelda Triforce Heroes has a release date, October 23rd, Yep,
4: mm-hmm. which is
2: also the same day that uh, there's an Amiibo coming out in another territory. Which uh, one
4: it? Mewtwo in the UK. Mewtwo! Yeah.
2: It's coming out October 23rd as well. Uh, Triforce Heroes, I'm excited for. Me too. Really weird to hear that date Me too. <laughs> not through a Nintendo Direct. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In this post, you know, Awada Nintendo.
3: Um, but maybe that's part of it too, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're... Yeah. They're trying They've to figure out what, out what is – but what is the Nintendo Direct without Iwata now yeah, going yeah. to be? So. And if it's still even that yeah. name, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, let's see.
2: Telltale's Walking Dead could be coming to Wii U. Uh, we basically know a listing in the UK.
4: Is that both seasons? Uh It's so second. late. It yeah. is
2: super late. Uh, that being
4: said, again, if you only own a Wii U and you haven't played this, uh it's it's really, really awesome. But October
2: if you only own a Wii U. Combo Pack, Game of the Year edition of Walking Dead season one and Walking Dead Season Two.
3: I, okay. I would say if you only own a Wii U, you're not listening to the show, you're probably listening to it on your iPhone or on your computer. Which or also it. runs it. You yeah. can play these games on every platform out there. Yeah. It feels really late. It does. that said i love the first season of that yeah. game i it's it's not a great game system but it's a really cool yeah. game yeah really but i will say
2: it. this is a life sign for me uh the, the minecraft deal was a life sign for me at first because none of the telltale games were on Wii U. Like, mm-hmm. none of them. And I thought that was strange because they were everywhere else. Like, yeah. I remember walking around the office being like, why is this not a thing? I don't understand. It They're wasn't a technical
3: limitation shot. at all. It was, you It know, seems like it was yeah.
2: business, but no one's gone on record yeah. to say what the business Just look-up didn't. was until, you know, now it's possibly happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mighty Number no. 9 got delayed. This is a huge bummer because we saw this game at D 3 I played this game at D 3 seemed... It seemed done to me, yeah. Um, but they're saying there are still bugs and issues pertaining to online features that are included in the game. These bugs and issues have a direct effect on the enjoyment. So a decision was made to work these issues out before release. Now it's Q1 2016. Yeah, online mm. features, A.
3: Yeah, remember is, were you going to see those?
2: Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah, I don't uh-huh. think they've said it's not going to. I mean, it's okay. it's backed on every platform. So I think this cool. is
4: this is ridiculous. Honestly, mm. I mean, this is a this is basically a Mega Man game. Do you remember what were your favorite online features in Mega you know Man Two?
3: But but what it is, though, is a developer having con- complete control, right, rather yeah. than a publisher. And so they're making yeah. choices that may not be popular with us because we have to wait longer, but they're making those choices because they want the product to be better.
4: Well, how about give me an abridged version of the product I can play tomorrow if I don't care about online but functionality? Then most other people who are not Brian would be mad that they're doing the Metal Gear thing or
3: the Gran Turismo thing. Yeah, And it's a tough pickle to be
2: in, too, if you think about it, because this game was backed and funded through... Yep. A lot mm-hmm. of money from out to, from people from fans and i think ultimately they want to make sure those fans get what they paid for yeah yeah uh, but it so would be cool
1: would, to put it
3: out early decide. for like steam like early access or something yeah, backers, you know, yeah. sure why yeah, not yeah. yeah all
2: right no, um last story europe has a super mario maker wii u premium pack uh this looks cool so it's a <sighs> wii u premium console super mario maker mario classic colors amiibo an 8-bit mario soft toy Super Mario Maker art book, and a Super Mario Maker t-shirt that's in yellow, and it's 259 euros. 259.99.
3: I want it. Can I have it?
2: Um, why Why don't we get as many bundles? And... Europe takes a lot more chances on product, yeah. whereas I feel like NOA is more conservative, yeah. and that might be why NOA...
3: Uh, I don't know. They They just seem to be... They run lean, and they play it safe. Well, it's a big country, right? Like, getting product to stores is a completely different story, mm-hmm. right? Like, Germany is the size of California, yep. right? Like, yep. it's, <laughs> it's very difficult, I think, to make sure. things happen I over I mean, here. some people take mm-hmm. the cynical side and mm-hmm. say NOA just doesn't care.
2: But I no. think NOA tries. It's just one of those cases where they have to think about, you know, how much they're willing to, mm-hmm. if they're willing to take a loss on some of this And there's stuff.
3: also a difference, like, retailers in the U.S. are probably less likely to take a lot of different SKUs, right? Because mm. they want to sell out what, what they have. Sure. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some we of could that stuff hasn't been selling episode so.
2: Well. On the myth totally. that is what, uh, what the decisions that NOA makes versus the ones that they don't.
3: Such as I'm seeing your ginormous 3DS. Yeah,
2: here. and sadly mm-hmm. my villager is still not tan enough yet. This is what I have to go through. You but anyway, if, yep. Uh, you don't have to go through this podcast anymore because we're done. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening to the Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly show on IGN, but we are not the only show on IGN. There are, in fact, podcasts unlocked. Brian is on Podcast Beyond. You should probably talk to one of these shows about uh, Rare Replay. Maybe talk to... McCaffrey, get on unlocked. Have the,
4: yeah, sure. Grab the podium. Save I've been. Me. I've tried to be on that show twice, and both times the the laptop broke. So I think I'm uh, I'm cursed uh, on that show. Oof. You you have a new show. I a do. New old show coming. What? what? That's right. Uh, Speak August of this. August fourteenth. Uh, my good friend Max Gold and I will be co-hosting a brand new show. That's kind of an old show, but in a new format called Up at Noon Live. Uh, it'll be Friday at noon. At noon. At noon. Oh. Live. Oh. So you can interact with us on the fly right here on IGN uh, Pacific Time. Obviously, look up what the time that is in your country, I have no idea. Yeah. If you're on the East Coast, it's three. Anything beyond that, I have, I'm, I'm lost. You on. Uh, beyond uh, so come check Ooh. that out it's a it's a kind of weekly video game comedy entertainment show we're gonna talk about games pop culture movies we're gonna have photoshop contests and, and take questions from twitter and it's gonna be messy and fun so And so if you guys so. make bad jokes we can't cut them out no it's that's a, that's the problem there. they're all out there mm-hmm. and it's completely improv so there's no script
3: really uh, did you sign something that indemnifies IGN if you say something wrong no we should like, talk about that you're yeah, like watching GM. Donald Trump on TV I'm, I'm uh, yeah let's not let's like, not Luckily we're can.
4: friends so you have my back right? Okay, right, good. Okay, oh, good. for uh, sure. All so yeah, right. so
2: that's that. So Come check it out. out. Yeah, up yes. and Noon is back starting August 14th. All right. So that's very soon. So that's make right. sure you check that out right here on IGN. You can also find our Super Mario Maker Editor Challenge. The first video goes <laughs> up on Monday.
0: Be watch excited. It. Is that Please you and I? watch fun. it? That's yeah. me and you. Monday? We kick
2: it off Monday. Uh, really good time, really good fun. Awesome. Lastly, there's a couple things you can do for us if you're a fan of MVC. First of all, leave us a review. Head on over to iTunes. Let us know what you think of the show. Your reviews always help with visibility. They always help with giving us feedback in terms of what we're looking for. Uh, Secondly, you can send an email to nvc at IGN.com. And in fact, in the article uh, for this episode, you should tell us the five games that you would play. Yeah if you could not play any other games. like These are the five that you're going to play for the rest of your life. Lastly, uh, don't forget we're talking about Splatoon next week. Callie Pleggy will be joining us. It'll be fun. She has taken her first dive into Splatoon and she can't wait to talk about it. So hang on and make sure you check that out. Sweet. Lastly, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Per Schneider at... Pear IDN. You can find my good friend Brian Altano at...
4: Jose... No.
2: A- at Agent Bizzle. I, think I almost got that wrong. At Agent A- Bizzle. And you can find like that one. myself, Jose underscore Otero on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Show.